Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. We're not in third place anymore either. Recorded live. Live. God damn it. What? What? We aren't? Oh, wait. No, we're, we're yeah, we're live now. Uh, so, hey, this is this is Mike Berg in uh, St. Paul, and uh, we are without our fearless leader, Nick, in New York, but that is not going to stop us tonight. Uh, I've got Mason with me tonight. Mason, how you doing? Uh, well, I'm good. Let's, let's hope this uh, this one takes. <laughs> and Doubles, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Mike, stay away from that button that says, uh, in case the danger break lasts. Blow the whole shit up? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna record another three-hour podcast. <laughs> what you mean you lost the whole thing? <laughs> okay, so uh, guys, the 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 Wild again, once again, um, beat uh, a, a team ostensibly that you know a lot of us would say is is a better team uh, in beating the LA Kings. It was it was touch and go. Um, I got to admit, for a while there, I thought the Kings were going to get back into it, but then uh, late goal, late power play goal by Nino, put the Wild up, and uh, you know, um, I, I don't think it's a surprise, or it should come as a surprise to absolutely no one on the face of the planet that I, I've I've got a, a massive stiffy, a massive chubby for <laughs> Jonas Brodeen, who um, who who probably may have saved the game uh, with a big save, um, but. You know, one thing that we were talking about here, and, and I find really interesting, um, Brodeen only has four minor penalties on the, on the whole season, and uh, surprise, a, a big surprise to me was that um, Jared Spurgeon only has three, and both these guys have played over 60 games in the, games this season. Uh, let's see, Brodeen has played 65, Spurgeon 61. Um, doubles as as our resident zebra. Um, tell tell us about that. What do you I mean? What does that say about the, those guys? That is almost incomprehensible to play defense and to have so few penalty minutes. Uh, what that really speaks to is, I mean, that's there's a direct correlation between that and how positionally sound those guys play, and. You know, that also kind of correlates to the eye test. I mean, you never see Rodine, you never see Spurgeon scrambling because they were out of position somewhere. They are, their positional play is fantastic. Um, they are always somewhere between their man and the net. And uh, the end result is, uh, you know, what, 14 minutes and penalties between them? That, that's insane for a top, for any defenseman of the National Hockey League. That's absolutely nuts. And, and, and as, as a stripe, you know, you know, what, what do you, what do you typically look for when you see a, a defenseman get out of position? I mean, it, you know, I assume there's going to be a lot of hooking or holding. Yep. A lot of hooking and holding. And it is also, if you notice when guys do try and 
get the stick up or try and restrain somebody with a hook or a hold. It's almost impossible to do that and move one's feet simultaneously. Uh, it just seems like as soon as that stick comes up, the feet almost come to a dead stop. Uh, it's just, and it's also, it's something that uh, out on the ice, it's, it's very apparent as far as a defenseman's position relative to a forward. Is he in front of him or is he behind him? Very yeah, and that, that defender's always reaching, too. So it's like that kind of planted A-frame uh, with legs and they're, them reaching ahead and either tripping, hooking, or slashing, right? Yeah, for sure. And also, I mean, you know, we just kind of stumbled on that kind of that little nugget tonight here. I mean, the, the NHL referees are well aware of this. I mean, they they know all that stuff, so... I mean, those two have got to be at the point where if there's something borderline, you know, subconsciously they're going to get the benefit of the doubt, I would imagine. And and just to put this in perspective, uh, Spurgeon and uh, Brodeen have fewer penalty minutes than uh, tough guy Mikhail Granlund has. Granlund <laughs> has 18 penalty Noted. minutes in 62 games. Noted. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mason, you know, if if we have if we have guys like this, um, you know, playing smart hockey, I mean, what does that do for the rest of the team? I mean, does that, you know, what, what do you what do you think is how that impacts the the rest of the the, the players on the on the ice? Um, I mean, they they know that, like for instance, off offenders know that maybe they can, you know, as, at least the center knows that they can pinch a little bit more, knowing that they're at least two guys there, or at least one guy there, rather, that uh, that uh, they can count on to either be defensively sound or um, if if they, his is caught a little bit, at least can, you know, make up for it without drawing a penalty. I think it, uh, you know, probably helps with that a little bit. But also, I mean, it's just, it just, it just leads to, you know, fewer, fewer times that we go shorthanded and, you know, we don't have to worry about, worry about that, uh, getting into that kind of trouble so much. And, you know, as, as the team has shown, like, even if, even when they do go shorthanded, that, that PK is just, is, uh, you know, it's top, it's tops in the league. Like, and that's not even an exaggeration. And and I got to think that, you know, if, if you, um, and, and this might be a, a, a question um, for a follow-up question for you, Mace. If if this if you think that this um, kind of maybe the if that kind of plays into the wild style of play, um, you know, taking fewer penalties as a whole, I would think that that would be uh, good for you know not wearing down the team, you know, keeping legs fresh throughout the game. Um, and 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 where I'm going with this is. You know, we've we've seen the last couple of weeks how the Wild have have a have a habit of wearing the other team down and keeping it close, and then at the very end, either pulling away or you know getting that little bit at the very end, um, and and putting us over the top, or just you know keeping it close enough just at the end of the game just to put it away and not have to stress about it. I mean, do you do you think that uh, having guys like this, do you think that that also plays into into the Wild's strength? I, I absolutely I think that's a great point. Um we're not getting uh, we're not getting we're not being exhausted uh killing off multiple penalties 
we've got you know these two guys that we've talked about already, Broner and uh, and Spurgeon, and then you, obviously one of the, the the highest praises that people have about Suter is that he plays so uh, so so smart like, and you know he he just doesn't use up a lot of energy, which allows him to play so many minutes. And I, I think you know that's a great example of of where, did, where so they save all that energy throughout the entire game. The entire team saves energy from not having to kill off you know eight penalties a game. Um, is, is that is that that extra energy that we see sometimes um, that allows them to 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 come back? I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. Um, if that's if that's a little bit of a, a a bonus from from it, I think the other other side of it is you know a correlated kind of behavior or a game style is that you know it's not overly aggressive game style that also doesn't draw a lot of penalties so our power play doesn't get a doesn't seem to get a lot of opportunities uh and i and i think you know i think i think they're totally related um not drawing penalties as well as you know uh, not making mistakes and, and being uh, positionally um, unsound and and, uh, and drawing penalty or uh, causing penalties that way. So I think there's a, a, a big relationship there. Um, and and to follow up on that doubles, I mean, do do, do do you think the Wild are just you know just play a style of game that just lends itself to to low penalty minutes, you know, low penalty numbers. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at who, who has the penalty minutes on this team. You know, Ryan Carter has 53, Marco Scandella has 54, uh, and then, you know, Stu Effen Bickle has 46 in nine games, and I think about, you know, 44 of them came in one game against Dallas, um, <laughs> you know, when he was being a knucklehead. So, you know, I, the Wild really, you know, they, they don't have – I mean, even, even Ryan Suter, you know, who who's, you know – supposedly, you know, such a nice guy. I mean, he's got 42 penalty minutes on the team. You know, he's uh, sixth on the team in penalty minutes at 42. I, you know, I, I think that that says something for, for him, but, you know, do you think that speaks to the wilds uh, just in general, the, the, the way they played is that, you know, is there, is there anything in their style of game that, that just kind of lends itself to that? I think it's pretty, pretty obvious that, they they definitely put a premium on moving their feet, uh, and that's you know that's where you're going to get your hooks and your holds is from not moving your feet, getting caught out of position, and now you got to do something to compensate for that. Uh, you know I saw something interesting a couple weeks ago where the last several Stanley Cup winners, and I'm talking about L.A., Boston, Chicago did not have very good power play numbers in the playoffs. In fact, most of them were towards the middle or the bottom half. Hey, where'd you see that? I believe I saw that <laughs> at wildextra.com. <laughs> and uh, that, that surprised me at first, and then I thought about it. And in a way, that, that does make sense to me because, to me, the power play would be a way for a team that is for a lesser team to somehow swing the advantage their way against a better, more skilled team. So that makes sense to me. And uh, to go back in the day, if I uh, may digress here for a second, when the Wild <laughs> went to the, or I'm sorry, when the North Stars <laughs> went to the Stanley Cup Finals in '91. Uh, 
I believe they had the top rated power play that spring, and I want to say it was somewhere close to 30%. It was unbelievable. And that wow. was, yeah. And that doesn't happen. That, that was their blueprint was to kind of tread water at five on five, and then as soon as uh, Schurler or Basil were able to dupe somebody into taking a stupid penalty, they made them pay regularly. So I think it's very possible to win the Stanley Cup. I, I don't think you need a great power play to win the Stanley Cup. I think a lesser skill team needs that to sway things their way. And uh, But I do believe that the penalty kill, and I'll have to look at some numbers on this uh, after the call, but I do believe it's important to have a strong penalty kill for a cup run just so, yeah. so and, uh, and, and, a team that's not I, as good I, at 5 think, on 5 can't sway that advantage their way. I, I think I saw those same statistics you did, uh, Doubles, and, and I think it was on that same website, wildextra.com, well, guys, I, I wrote that, that piece. The, the that team. was me. <laughs> <laughs> the who who'd had a good PK were the ones who went deep, and and you did have to have a good penalty kill to to go deep in the playoffs. And I think you know th- those two things really speak to you know a couple of things that we always hear. You know, offense wins games, defense wins championships. For one thing, you know, it's kind of a um, it's really a cliche, but you know, I I think we we're kind of seeing that kind of borne out there. But it also goes back to earlier in the season when the Wild couldn't buy a power play goal and Zach Parise said, what do you want us to do, score three power play goals and lose the game? Um, you know, and then they started scoring power play goals and losing games. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so, and now we're back to this you know, kind of treading water power play and you know, a penalty kill that's just stifling and just not giving up opportunities. Um, and, and so you know, I, I think to, to kind of shift gears now, um, you know, I kind of also wanted to touch on this notion, you know, that we've been watching. The Wild uh, have six games left in the season. Um, currently, the Blackhawks have eight, and the uh, St. Louis Blues have seven. The Wild are three points behind, well, actually, as of now, the Blackhawks and St. Louis Blues each have seven games left. The Blackhawks obviously won tonight, so the Wild are back in fourth place in the Central. Um a point behind Chicago, Chicago with the game in hand, and uh, currently four points behind St. Louis, again with St. Louis with the game in hand of the Wild. Um, currently, however, interestingly enough, the Wild have 40 regulation overtime wins to Nashville and Anaheim's 41. So the Wild, you know, tremendous in, in that aspect, you know, the 40, um, 40 ROW in the standings uh, as opposed to Chicago's 36 and St. Louis' 7, 37. Um, it, all that exposition kind of sets the stage. Doubles, do you think it really matters at this point who the Wild play in the playoffs? I know and today's uh, insider, Michael Russo, said that he, he would like to see the Wild face Nashville in the first round. He thinks that um, the Wild have a, have a good history against Nashville, the fact that they can score on Pecorini. Um, he still doesn't like St. Louis. He still doesn't like Anaheim. Um, no comment on Chicago. I mean, do you do you have a thought? Do you think it matters? Um, you know, who do you want to see? I don't think it matters. I don't want to see anybody, to be honest, because once, <laughs> you want us to get once, nine. Well, I'm just saying. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to say, "Oh yeah, bring on Nashville," and all of a sudden we, you know, we go three and a half 
games without scoring on Pecker, you know. But once the playoffs start, all of that crap goes out the window. It's a race to 16 wins, and you never know what's going to happen. So to me, it does. I, to me, it's a, it's futile to sit here and try and hash out the matchups because it's all going to come down to goaltending. And right now, the Wild are getting it. But again, once the playoffs start, who knows what's going to happen? And that's what makes it so fun. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll devil's advocate the shit out of that and and be like, <laughs> yeah, bring on Nashville. I put it on a tee for you, man. Take a whack at it. <laughs> um, I yeah, you know, not not to not to disagree because I, I do agree that, that I mean this is what we're supposed. That's why we're what we're here for is, is stupid scenarios and whatnot. But uh, and and putting our our mouth where we don't have any money anyway. But you know, that's what we're here for is to to say what's better or not. And so if I have to do that. Um, uh, first, I'll agree with you that it doesn't fucking matter. But uh, other than that, like out of those three, I'd, I'd rather play Nashville any day. I think they're the uh, most fragile of the the teams that we could face uh, at this point. They haven't had a great stretch there. Um, we've shown that we can play them here or there. Um, oh yeah, I, uh, I I think that would be a, a favorable matchup, uh, far more uh, favorable than Anaheim and and St. Louis. And it doesn't look likely that that we'll we'll play Chicago at least in the first round since you know that would mean that we'd have to be two and three one of us or or one of them would have to take uh, the central uh, so um, I don't I don't think it's going to happen so I would say I would say Nashville I, I think uh, it just you know feels it feels feels better than than entering any series with Anaheim again and uh, and St Louis just, can just be a, a beast so. Um, all that being said, I, I totally agree that if we get our favored matchup with Nashville, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe um, that freaking Spud guy that they have that was on our team will, will s- s- suddenly turn into a, a Mister a Mister April or something. Um, we don't want that, but <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 but anything could happen. So um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll play devil's advocate. I'd bring on Nashville. Bring on the Purds. Um, and you know, good good point about uh, Colin. I, you know, I he's an interesting guy. And, and one thing that I, I would find very fascinating about a series uh, with the with the Predators, uh, they still have uh, Eric Nyström, who I believe still hates the Wild uh, for you know, um, signing him, and and then uh, oh yeah, he's he's still there. Um, <laughs> He's he's still around, um, or is he? Maybe he's not. Eric Knight. <laughs> no, he is. Oh yeah, right? he's, he's around. Oh yeah. He shouldn't he be, but still, he is. He still hates the Wild. Uh, Eric Nystrom injured. Is that the guy that scored like one goal in seventy-eight games or whatever yeah. it was? Real sore yeah, about, about us not giving crap about him anymore. Great. Yeah, he, he was terrible for the Wild, and and we traded him for future considerations. You know, we traded him for you know the middle finger from Dallas, and um, <laughs> you know he 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 was kind of he he was kind of annoyed by that. So, um, yeah, tough crap. <laughs> uh, you know, shit happened, and that you know he, he's he's currently out with a lower body injury, and he's missed a while, and and he's he's also the guy that uh, fucked up Backstrom's knee last year. Um, that kind yeah. of 
basically ended Backstrom's career, in my opinion. I mean, Backstrom just hasn't been the same since then. So, um, you know, that, that, that's one interesting aspect uh, of that uh, to watch. Um, I, I agree the Ducks, you know, they, they always seem to beat us by just, you know, a single goal and, you know, just, just to kind of fuck with us. Um, but, you know, the Wild, you know, they, they, beat, they beat Calgary on Friday night uh, to drop them. And then the next night we we beat LA to you know just kind of fuck with the Pacific Division uh, standings a little bit. So um, that that's where that's where we are right now uh, for Mason for doubles. Oh, do you guys have any final thoughts, Mason? Um, uh, yes and no. I mean, it, it's it, I'm just still flabbergasted at the fact that we're having these conversations about you know having third place in the uh, in the Central and and whatnot um, just still blows my mind that we're that we're in this conversation after our, our December and January. So um, I'm just I'm just having a blast uh, watching these guys, um, you know, just really uh, surprise us in the game in and game out. I mean, we're in a five game win streak where we were talking about how we might not win another game, you know, coming down this stretch. So um, just amazing and. And just uh, really enjoying it. Now, now before I throw that to doubles, Mason, the, the Wild just, you know, they, they going into these last 10 games, you know, I think a lot of us just kind of looked at that schedule and said, yeah, we're fucked. Who wouldn't? Who um, wouldn't? It, part, of, part of me almost says maybe this, maybe this was the best schedule we could have drawn at this point because it's really pushing the, the, this team to really perform. I mean, do, do, you think yeah. that, do you think there's any water in my theory here? I, I do. I, I think it. I think it's. I, I think it's a great, great point. That uh, I mean, you you got if you if you agree with that though, you got to also say that like yeah, it also could have you know completely fucked our season. Um, but oh, it absolutely. showed it showed that this that that this team responded positively to it and and they're real. They're. I mean, this is this is Captain Obvious statement of the century. But I mean, they're they're finding their game at the exact perfect time if they're able if they're able to string five wins in a row against these uh those five teams uh toronto not notwithstanding um that's insane that, that's amazing <laughs> it's an amazing ramp up uh going into the, the playoffs so um no it's, it's a great point like you know that kind of challenge uh and, and a team realizing that they can do it and and then suddenly they're they're in a the playoff so that's that's amazing good okay good deal uh doubles you have a final thought for us um, yeah, actually, I think I have either two or three, I guess, depending on how you slice these. Um, <laughs> one is a correction to something that I incorrectly tweeted out from the Wild Extra uh, Twitter account last night. That was you? The high slot redirect play uh, ah. that the Wild scored on last night, It's I, I stand corrected. It's actually two for 15,715 <laughs> attempts. Um, I, I, I was going to I was notified for the Elias Sports Bureau that Miko Koivu actually scored on one of those on uh, February 24th, 2004. I'm not sure if he was in the organization at that time. But, uh, I, re- I remember Owen Nolan scoring one, so we might have three. So it's, it has happened two times, to my knowledge. Um, oh, no, you're, you're full of it. Uh, other thoughts, and that play just drives me. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> except for last night, but it was kind of cool. But um, 
other thought is obviously with the Dubnik trade, uh, and I think maybe more importantly and more so under the radar, how about Cliff Fletcher bringing in somebody that is actually compatible with Miko Koivu and Chris Stewart? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, that, uh, that Koivu, Stewart, and Nierider line has been, on Friday night, they were all over Calgary pretty much from the opening drop that line was. And last night, they took it to uh, Kopitar, Gabrick, and whatever other D-Bank plays that wing for the games. Justin uh, Williams. Oh, yeah, that's him. It wasn't game seven, but he didn't care. He wasn't engaged. But uh, that <laughs> uh, Koivu-Stewart, uh, Nita Ryder line, really, really good. And cool. also, uh, my, my last thought is um, up, in, up until about mid-January, you know, kind of the talk around town was, is Yo's job on the line? You know, is he coaching for his yeah. job? And now it's kind of back to, okay, is he coaching for the Jack Adams award? His coach of the year is absolutely nuts. Uh, this second half turnaround is unfathomable to even kind of put in any kind of perspective, and I'm just really enjoying it. Hope it goes on for a couple more months yet. Well, I know we're in final thoughts here, but like to, I, I think the the the, the um, Jack Adams argument is the same argument against Dubnik for Vizina, where it's just, uh, I, I I and I don't know. I think you're in two camps. Like, well, shouldn't a stretch like this show how important that coach or that goalie is, and how worthy of uh, their respective awards uh, that that they are, uh, and others that I've, that I've seen and read, like. You know, they just don't, I don't know, I guess they, they want to see a longer, um, they want they want to see that, that, that play or that, that coaching uh, for longer in the season than, than what we're talking about with basically from, from January, mid-January on. I think it's probably, you know, both, it's probably going to result in I, neither of them even getting a nomination, if not, um, certainly not being picked for them. And, and certainly, you know, if you say, the, this turnaround is due to Yo, then you're you're kind of taking it away from Dubnik, and if you say right. it's all Dubnik, then you're taking it away from Yo, you know. Which you know, I think that's a kind of a question like you know who who do you, who do you want to give the credit to? Yeah. Um, and which probably means neither of them will get it even more, or you know, even less of a chance that either of them will get it. Yeah, agreed. Um, and and doubles, I, I have to, I have to you know throw a little shit your way because you you really you you took the thing that I was going to say that that uh, Chris Stewart um, you know God what an amazing player and and what an addition to to this team um, you know if if I if I might be indulged um, just one moment here while I uh, I got out of my ass for a second and uh, <laughs> let's see. You mean uh, you know he, he's, he's really been he he he's been really remarkable in my opinion for what he's brought to this team. You know he he scored a few goals. He's you know I don't even think he's been a minus for us uh, since joining this joining the Wild. Uh, you know since you know he, he was experimented with a little bit and uh, actually he he was a minus a, a couple of games. Um, you know but overall he he's been a real solid player. He's been. Um, you know, probably a plus four, plus five overall since joining the Wild. Um, you know, really, I, I've just been so impressed with, with, with what he's been able to bring. And um, so, but how sweet was it to, to see Miko Koivu get 
the lead in career multi-point games of the wild yeah. in front of Marion Gabrick. Um, you know, that, that could not have been more perfect. So um, that's my final thought. So to, to circle back around from about 10 or 15 minutes ago, um, that is the five minutes major for uh, March 29th for doubles for Mason. This is Mike Berg. Thank you. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.